Okay, so we're going to talk today about this show we just started watching. We watched the first episode of a show called Dr. Death. It's on Peacock, and it was um, suggested to me by a friend, and she wanted to know my opinion. So me and Aaron watched the first episode and looked a little bit up about it, and the premise of this show is based on a true story out of Texas about a neurosurgeon who was a pretty much uh, considered, as at the end, a sociopathic hack job. So Aaron felt very compelled to at least talk about this because he had some really moving opinions. And the first thing I have to say is it keeps your interest. The, stat, the cast is very good. And I think with that said, the, the cast being really well and it, the first episode keeping you, the drama and keeping you um, interested, I think we're going to probably finish out the season with it. And then, of course, based on a true story and us having been nurses, we are going to enjoy this series, I think. Aaron, tell them what your thoughts are. Well, like, I guess you should be asking yourself, why are we reviewing this on a podcast? Well, it's because it has to do with uh, the medical profession. We saw this show, and it's so relatable because both Rebecca and I worked in neurosurgery, so we understand some of the neurosurgeons' uh, procedures and how to take care of patients post-op and stuff like that. And it has a lot to do with surgeries and interactions with doctors and nurses and in the hospital settings, so all of that. Uh, it's very relatable, especially to, to people in healthcare field. You know, I don't even think you need to be a nurse or a doctor, I th but if you're in the healthcare field, it'll, this will be relatable to you. So the, the first episode, right off the bat, it just sets a really creepy vibe. The colors are pretty dark, the tones are pretty dark, and then the music that they play, they have like these eerie music. Like we watch it with subtitles, so it'll say eerie music playing, <laughs> and it does feel kind of eerie sometimes when the doctors are talking. So it's got this um, haunting presence to the, to the whole it sets in to the whole sh first episode it sets it up alec baldwin who's dr I forget his last name but he's working henderson. henderson who's wor working on a enough on a case that got fucked up and then the per after he the case is done he talks to the patient and the patient tells him not to let the dr dunch who was the doctor who previously operated on her to be near her so it already sets this tone of this villain of dr dunch and Throughout the whole episode, you're figuring out what he's doing and shows several different cases, one or two cases where he deliberately, or it seems like he's deliberately fucking up on purpose. Uh, towards the end, you, you're, you're trying to figure out, is this man, is this really Dr. Dunch? Is somebody still his identity? Because he's clearly not doing what he's supposed to be doing. And towards the end, you find out that it really is this doctor and they come into the conclusion he's doing everything on purpose. Like a sociopath. When I watched this, I just recently started working in the pre-op department, and I know the surgery team. I know the surgery, um, how they take them back. I know that the patients are usually really excited to go to surgery. So this actually brought a little bit more of a personal um, personal feeling because I've actually said these words to some of the patients, like, you know, have you had anything to eat or drink? Have, we're waiting for a doctor to mark you, and then you'll go back. Um, you, you'll, you'll feel better when you get out of surgery because this is uh, going to be quick. And you, you know, you're gonna have a lot of pressure relieved off your back. I mean, I've said these things that are that they are talking about in this um, episode. So it was very, um, very, I could easily relate to what was going on. And what struck us the most about this whole thing was not only was that the doctor was sociopathic, but that in the community, in the medical community, there's a lot of vetting that goes on with surgeons that come in. You don't just hire a surgeon. They go through a, a lot of processes to get hired, credentialing. You 
you talk to other doctors, you go to panels, and it was really shocking that this what this doctor was just admit, you know coming on the board to this new new practice. He seemed to be m- ter- changing hospitals all the time. So you think of all these red flags as you look back and you think, wow, their show, they're setting it up that it's a red flag. But in in practice, it takes a long time for you to not only one, believe that this surgeon is doing these problems, ha- creating these problems, but then proving it and then getting do, doing something about it. And like this was the first episode and I think it was hard to watch because you're watching what you know is wrong, but everyone just doesn't say anything or they don't do anything because it's like they're afraid or this new doctor, you know, they're trying to get the feel of this person. And in the community, and when you're watching it, it makes you realize you don't have the time to do that as a medical professional. You really need to think of the patient at all times what's best for the patient. And and this show was hard to watch. I think that's what Aaron most didn't like was that people didn't say anything when they knew they should have. Yeah, there's so many instances where they could have said something during surgeries, but everybody just was too too reserved and just didn't have the balls to say something. I mean, if that was your family member on the table, I mean, would you have said something? It's just infuriating. This happened in 2012 in Texas, and there is a huge vetting process, and there's a lot of red flags. During one point in one scene, the I think it's the CEO. I'm not sure if it's the medical... um, CE, uh, chief medical officer or the CEO of the hospital, but she's having an interaction with Dr. Dunch, who's supposedly the Dr. Death, a serial killer. And they go back and forth. Um, and she is saying, you know, she's she obviously hired him for a reason, and but then she has these awkward interactions. So I'm wondering, does she not have these interactions prior to the hiring process? And it also makes you question whether she hired him for money over quality. So, you know, what's more important here, making money or making sure that these surgeries are, are being done properly? Um, very infuriating parts when it when some of the staff, like nurses and the OR. Or other OR personnel could have said something when he when he fucked up. He deliberately cut off an artery at one point to, uh, on one of the patients, and their blood pressure was dropping. Some of the people, uh, some of the staff was saying, "Let's get an H and H. Let's let's get a warmer ready and maybe infuse some blood." But the doctor was being adamant about not doing that, and he blamed his mistake on other people, which is you know a clear sign of a manipulator and a sociopath. And then Rebecca says a narcissist, which is true. So there's a lot of parts here there. Just why say something, say something, and it doesn't happen in free race. It's a good show. Music is great. The casting is amazing. The dialogue is really good. Um, it's just that being it being it being so close to healthcare and us being so close to healthcare, it hits a different nerve. It's almost infuriating. It's traumatizing, and it really really gets at you. I'm still debating whether to watch the second episode or not. I might just do it just to get it over with because it's compelling and I want to see what happens. But man, it's there's some just some scenes you're just like, do something. You know, you talk about speaking up for the patients, but when the opportune time happens, you know, are you courageous enough to do it? That's exactly what uh, our point of this podcast was: is recognizing issues and are you courageous enough to do it? I can tell you that when patients come in and they ask me. <laughs> Is so-and-so a good doctor? And I'm like, well, I think he's a great doctor. And I typically do. But I know that there are better doctors out there sometimes. And then I think to myself, is it really appropriate to say on their day of surgery that you should probably get a second opinion? And I wonder about that sometimes. And I'm thinking, 
I'm thinking that what is the best thing to do? And I get conflicted with it all the time. So I can empathize and sympathize with people who question what's going on here and should I say something when you're you're clearly you're clearly have an opinion and you don't even know how the interactions with the other patients went or how the doctor goes and the interactions with the doctors and it's it's really interesting to think what you think you would do and what you do in a situation and um, I luckily I haven't worked with any hack job doctors or sociopathic doctors or doctors who I feel aren't capable of doing surgery but I do find what if they weren't and the patients ask me you know I'm like now's the time that you ask whether or not he's a good surgeon I mean you just um, luckily I haven't had to lie so let's read this episode and see what we thought I think ultimately it was good music good casting good dialogue Um, it even compelled me emotionally and I I, sometimes these shows they can be very boring when a show grabs you emotionally whether it's a good emotion or a bad emotion you know it's doing something right it's manipulating the way you feel so uh, this this was a really good episode because I mean I was pissed off half the episode of watching things it was just so 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 te- so in my mind they definitely got the dialogue right in the way p- certain um, behaviors during um, at the hospital how you know you want to say something to the doctor but you can't and then they talk very demeaning to- towards the nurse and the nurse just puts up with it because it's kind of like a chain of command but overall I think I would give this overall I would get this episode an 8.3 I haven't graded the. Int- I haven't. We haven't seen the rest of the sh- ep- uh, episodes. We have not finished the season, but we're gonna give it a shot and then overall and do an overall grade on it. But I would give it an eight point three. My grading of it is very similar to Aaron. I did think the emotional roller coaster I went on, the anger I felt, the uncomfortableness you felt in your seat. Like I couldn't. I I was fidgeting in my seat because I watched uh, you could see the bad things happening or going to happen and you felt that and you felt the anxiety and the anger that ensued with the demeaning and condescending way he talked to people even the patients and the families sometimes you know and um, that really gets you and when you have a cast and you have um, that play the part so well and then they had people who were actually still trying to be heroes in the first episode and you're like yes and you're like went all over the the place and I thought it was great and I would give it um, probably an 8.5.